0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey, I'm Sam Pasco, and this is the Fantasy Bytes podcast. For more insight and analysis, head over to RedWire.com slash pod. We first start with the top player notes in the NFL. Former All-Pro wide receiver Josh Gordon, who is being reinstated, is planning on signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Gordon didn't take long to find a landing spot after being reinstated from indefinite suspension last Friday. The 30-year-old wide receiver could bring a spark to the Kansas City team that has gotten off to a surprisingly slow 1-2 start. It's fair to question how much Gordon has left in the tank, though. He last played in the NFL in 2019 and has just six touchdowns in 33 games since 2014. He did, though, find the end zone 14 times in 30 appearances between 2012 and 2013. Panthers head coach Matt Rule said Monday that Christian McCaffrey won't be placed on the injured reserve. McCaffrey left Thursday's win over the Texans with a hamstring injury, and Rule said last week that he expects the 25-year-old to miss a few weeks. However, the Panthers are optimistic that the running back will be back in action within three weeks since he isn't expected to require an IR designation. Quarterback Justin Fields isn't guaranteed the starting job for Sunday's game against the Cowboys. Fields drew his first career start against the Browns in Week 3, but he completed just 6 of 20 passes for 68 yards and hurt his hand late in the contest. Although X-rays came back negative following Sunday's game, head coach Matt Nagy said Monday that the Bears are working through who will start under center in Week 4, indicating that all of the three teams' quarterbacks are in consideration for the start. In the NBA, James Wiseman remains without a firm return timetable, though he will not participate in any full contact work during training camp. At Monday's media day, Wiseman said he's been running at 50 or 60 percent while working on ramping up his lateral movement. Per a release from the team last week, Wiseman has been limited throughout training camp and will not be cleared to return to full jumping until at least October 15th. Bradley Beal revealed Monday that he is not vaccinated and he said it is a personal decision. While this could create some headaches for the Wizards organization in terms of following the league's protocols for unvaccinated players, the good news is that DC, unlike New York City and San Francisco, does not have a vaccine mandate, so Beal's status for home games will not be in jeopardy. We have Monday Night Football tonight and here's the DFS breakdown between the Cowboys and Eagles. Dak Prescott might be the most popular player on the slate. It's a home game where Dallas is favored, yet in a matchup where the Dallas run game projects poorly. If the spread is sound and the traditional home game benefits apply, this might be the case where the spoils go to Prescott even more than most Dallas victories. It could be a script nearly opposite of Week 2, where Dallas defeated the Chargers on the road, but Prescott only attempted 27 passes. In this setting, the Cowboys probably can't lean on their run game as much, or at least if they do, there's reason to suspect they will lose over that choice. With that said, this Eagles defense is no joke, and the threat they pose is heightened by the absence of Collins. Dak has already shown his ability to produce against tough defenses. Week 1 against the Buccaneers certainly comes to mind. Of course, as good as this Eagles defense has looked, it's also worth noting that they've only seen the Falcons and Niners, and Prescott is a much different category of quarterback than Matt Ryan or Jimmy Garoppolo. Zeke Elliott hasn't had the greatest schedule to start the year, and his numbers have suffered as a result of facing the Buccaneers and Chargers both on the road. Unfortunately for him, the Eagles defense doesn't appear much more charitable. The Eagles have been uniquely strong against the run for years, and through two games, they're mostly showing off the same in 2021. Elliott has spent a very high percentage of his snaps pass blocking, a concern that's only amplified by this matchup, especially with Collins out at right tackle. The Eagles' pass rush is deep and talented, and if Dallas takes to the air often, it might not bring with it as many new opportunities and targets for Elliott as his investors might hope. Still, Elliott showed the ability to produce in a well-defended, low-scoring game against the Chargers last week, producing 71 yards and one touchdown on 16 carries and turning two targets into two receptions for 26 yards. His median projection might not look great here, but particularly if he can get some short-range touchdown opportunities, he can still play a crucial role on the slate. Of course, no one could be criticized for preferring Tony Pollard, who produced 140 yards and a touchdown from scrimmage last week. Pollard is much more attractive as a pass catcher than Elliott, so if the run is abandoned, then Pollard's share of the offense can spike upward. It must be noted, though, that Elliott is still playing twice as many snaps. In pass catchers, Cedric Wilson is actually a candidate to lead the Cowboys in slot snaps as their replacement wide receiver three and could pay off in that capacity. Though Dallas could use Michael Gallup's absence as a reason to call more two tight end sets with both Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin. Schultz has run safely ahead of Jarwin in the rotation so far, but Jarwin has run more routes per snap. and It's possible that Jarwin's snap count has been limited to ease his return from last year's ACL surgery. Noah Brown also hangs around for unclear reasons. The top pass catcher for Philadelphia is clearly Devonte Smith, who's polished like a veteran despite his rookie status. The targets weren't landing in Week 2, 2 catches for 16 yards on 7 targets, and Hertz is unlikely to ever be better than the average passer, but Smith is generating 2.09 air yards per snap, 95th percentile, and should not be doubted over a broader sample. The correction will occur eventually, and the Cowboys are a fine candidate to play that victim. Jalen, Rieger might also be in that position to bounce back after a week to dud. Rieger isn't as skilled as Smith, but he's more explosive as an athlete and poses a unique threat both after the catch and downfield. He's a little rougher in between, which is why Smith is, is the lead man, but young, toolsy players like Rieger are capable of improvement. The same is true for Quez Watkins, who seems to be Philadelphia's lead slot receiver at the moment. Watkins and Rieger has both had some of their snaps poached to give meager playing time to Greg Ward and J.J. Ortega Whiteside for unclear reasons. For everything fantasy sports, sign up for a free 10-day trial on rotowire.com slash pod. There's no commitment and no credit card needed. Again, rotowire.com slash pod.